The latest racing news with Chris Roots from the Sydney Morning Herald. I can't stop laughing. I don't know why. Uh, well, I can tell you why. Chris Roots, hello to you, mate. Hi, mate. How are you? Uh, very good. I was explaining the start of the program. I said, oh, tomorrow's obviously a public holiday, so Luke Marlow will be hosting Racing HQ and then... I presume, well, I don't know who it is, but someone's just like, oh, why do you keep calling it a public holiday? Why aren't you calling it Australia Day? Well, it is Australia Day. That's why. I was only calling it a public holiday because that's what we do with the programming. But people, yeah, thinking... It's, become, it's becoming coming ridiculous, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. It's a day yeah. off. Put some lamb on the barbie. How good. Just, yeah. Oh, I wasn't... Uh... You guys, you guys, everyone has to remember that you guys do... Different stuff when when it's um, when it's um, Australia Day and things like that. So a uh, uh, public holiday. So you, you think of it a public holiday first, not as Australia <laughs> yeah, Day. No, bloke, but a bloke said to me, that, "That's the uh, that's the problem with yeah, the world today. It's just." But I started just laughing, and that's why I had to explain why I was laughing because I didn't want people to think I was laughing at you, Chris, because no. you've got some very important news for us. There's some vetting going on uh, with a one of Australia's most expensive animals. <laughs> Yeah, and um, Stormboy. But so the Stormboy situation. This is what's happened. They um, interested parties have to have to have something in on Monday at twelve o'clock. Right. And that, at that point, uh, you know, the deal was effectively effectively done, but they done agreed to, but on the basis that there has to be vetting and things like that. So at the moment, there's vetting going on of Stormboy by the. Um, uh, by the winning party, which I think is pretty common knowledge will be Coolmore as it's a justify. Mm. And if you look at Justify's record, he's got the best two-year-olds everywhere in the world. And, you know, the amount of money that's going to change hands is is, is is amazing. It varies the horse at over $20 million now with kickers. So there'll be kickers to the deal, which are bonuses for winning races. So... Um, even though it hasn't won a Group One race, that's that's as much that's as much as been paid for a stand for a long evade for a stand for a long long time. Then on top of that, you get you know you win the Golden Slipper, you get a certain amount. You win the Triple Crown, you get a certain amount. That's what will take the deal over 50, 50 million. Right. And there are kickers in the three year old year as well. So um, you know there's there's an opportunity. I, I don't know how the deal's structured at the moment. So um, there is there is a, there's an opportunity here for the the owners of a horse that was sold in a pub at one stage to be getting a lot of money. And, um, you know, Coolmore absolutely backing um, Justify, Justify to the hilt. And this is this is going to make make um, worldwide headlines because Justify, he's got um, City of Troy that was just named two-year-old of the year in Europe and um, Opera Singer over there as well, which was a filly that won, at, uh, won, won in France, that won a group one in France. He's got the best two-year-olds in in the U, in the US, and he's got Stormboy and Learning to Fly here in his first two crops. So mm. he's been he's been um, he's been magnificent. Now, would the, does this mean if Stormboy goes to stud, Justify might not come back because he's becoming a very expensive proposition to to shuttle, and when they get to that point, they they tend to keep him in one spot, and that'd probably be the US. But that's down the track. And if they had Stormboy and had the blood, that'd be as a golden slipper winner, say it'd be a it 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 is um fill that hole. So let's just put him into. I mean, I don't know if you've got these stats off the top of your head, but so what? Let's just say twenty million right right now. 
what does that put him in the category of? Um, I mean, what what were some of our other superstar stallions? What did they cost? Um, I mean, we never know. So, we never know exactly. But does it put him in the same category as a, a Vancouver, a Piero, um, yeah, those sort of Along horses? those lines. But they'd already won Group 1s when the deals were done. So right. the, the way the deals are structured these days, and a lot of these deals are done... the they're done before they win the group one, so that's where the that's that's the way the the um, stallion market's gone. St- farms start sniffing around. Uh, you know, you get a number of them on the same horse, and then that's when it becomes a bidding war. Like if you look at Osmosis, I, I'm not sure of what what they paid for it up front, but there was a massive kicker on the on the Cornwall. So that's where that's where you make your usually make your money in these deals but 20 million is a lot of money to start with but you've got to remember that that's that's only the value of the horse it depends on who sells down and things like that Cornwall tend to like to get the whole horse but there might be a few people who want to stay in like I know Piero there was the the significant part was was kept and things like that so you know the the numbers are, are are huge and and show what the bloodstock what a what a good stallion can be worth but remember, there's only one or two of these a year. So you know, mm. um, if you if you if you think you're going to make your money out of finding the best horse in the country out of ten thousand or fifteen thousand foals, you 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 you're probably better off taking a Oslotto ticket tonight. Uh, and one thing uh, that's uh, really interesting as well, and I think the for mine the story of it is is that that whole the pub story, the the the, the legitimately walking the horse into the pub, into the um, the beer garden and those people getting involved. And obviously it was still wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't small change. It's just lying around. So it's not a, uh, you know, yeah, well, $460,000. Yeah. So it's day. still, it wasn't, it's, it wasn't, exactly. It's, it's, not, it's not a takeover target, you know, or anything like that, but it's still an opportunity that um, people have jumped in and away you go. So uh, yeah, very excited to see how this autumn unfolds. What I, I'm also excited to is, the hype around this horse, the hype around that race, and I am sure, because this is the beauty with two-year-old racing, and for that fact, racing, there would be some trainers here in Sydney thinking, well, I reckon I can beat that horse, and uh, I reckon I've got something at home, and we're going to see some really nice horses wheeled out over the next couple of weeks um, well, from all stables. Well, uh, I think, you know, they've got, if, if, if this deal goes through, they've, they've got the money from the money from him already uh there's others even in that stable there's other horses that that have been going very well i think people have forgotten about shangri-la express and horses like that like it's not it's not like um he, he's the standout at the moment and going forward he'll be he'll be when he get when he rolls out on i think they're talking skyline day i think he'll be very very short about the 120 mark Mark probably because I don't think too many will want to take him on before the slipper, so you know that might force a few into the Todman, um, and that that's the way it'll go. But um, he'll 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 garner interest from all around the sporting world if he if if this deal goes through. Alligator blood trial pretty nice this morning. Rose Hill, of course, the trials were on. This was at eight thirty. This group trial uh, just out in front. Tim Clark on board uh, did his thing. Um, gee, Dimal sucks you in, doesn't he? He was, he was such a... I mean, he's cost me a stack, that horse. But you know what? I'll probably butter up again this preparation. Uh, he was lovely finishing off, wasn't he, on the outside? Yeah, no, that was... A, you know, the, the, it's reading these trials can be a bit hard because you've got to read 
what the intentions of the stable is. And some stables just want them to sit in behind. If you saw Bunos Nostros, they've just sat in behind and mm. went to the line hard held. You know, some push them out. So, yeah, you, you, it's a little bit of guesswork, but you can actually see which ones are going really well. And, you know, Diamel always does that, doesn't it? It's one of those horses. Alligator Blood, of course, going to Melbourne. It was in the in the World Horse Racing rankings that were released yesterday. Interestingly, uh, with that, the, hundred, the top 100 Group 1 races were were um, put there, but of course the Everest isn't a Group One race yet, and it's the top-rated race in the country. So um, once again, we look at that and just shake our heads and say, um, and it's hard to know where the rating is. I'm just waiting for a call call from a from one of the handicappers who's on the panel because some of the rankings rankings look a little bit uh, for the for for races look like they've added in the mares allowance to them. So um, what they do in these rankings, they where make can, the horses... Sorry to cut you off. Where can people find these if, if, if Chris, they're wanting to look you, at it? If you, Google, if you Google uh, world's best racehorse, it'll come up and it's got the best races in the world, world um, top 100 group one races in the world. So that, that excludes races that haven't got that um, black types, that status. Um, and the... Japan Cup was the leading race, of course, with Equinox. It was seven points clear of the next horse. I don't think I've ever seen that in a rating in a ratings band that they've put out. Interestingly, I thought I thought Imperatrice was very harshly dealt with. It got it only got a one eighteen rating, but as I was about to explain, the mares get a four kilo allowance, so they t- they bring them back four kilos. So because of the um, weight they carry, so. Um, and interestingly, when you went in and had a look at some of the races that were at the top in Australia, it appears like they've added the mayor's allowance in and, and boosted the rating. So just looking for some clarity on that at the moment, like if they've done that, it's uh, it's it's a it's a change in policy. So if you had three mayors, so how they get a rating on a race is they take the first four horses home, their best rating for the year, and divide it by four. So, you know... Um, the number that's on next to Imperatrice is 118, but she's really 122. Mm. Um, so uh, she's um, she's just she's uh, she. I think she's a bit harshly dealt with. I think she, she's at least at least as good as um, at least as good as um, as um, as thinking thinking think about it. And you know, you look at that and you go. Wouldn't well, you say she's at least as good as Lucky Swainess? So Lucky well, Swainess is one twenty-five. Hasn't left. Well, that would have, 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 have a one twenty-one as a mare, but you know, uh, and and it, it appears with these ratings, as you often see, there are certain jurisdictions that want their horses rated really highly, and there are certain jurisdictions that uh, pay less um, credence to this. So you know, um, certain 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 places places on the list, you know, you you notice that their horses are rated. Remarkably, now I know Nature Strip isn't there, isn't on this list. Like, and he had three starts last year and was and was you know he wasn't the horse he was, but he's gone from a 126 rater last year to a 114 rater, which pulled down, which absolutely pulled down the TJ enormously. So you know these are the sort of things that you know racing nuffies look at them and say, oh, you know, I think it's a better race than that. And it's it's trying to give us an idea of where every race sits in the in the, in the scheme of things. So, you know, it's trying to say, well, this is where a Prince of, Prince of Wales at Royal Ascot sits against the Mark and a, a Japan Cup. And, you know, 
but you know our racing seems to be a little bit lower than what it probably should be but then again our horses don't go overseas too often to get the idea of where they should sit mm. just quickly on this and there's a text on the text line um you know obviously this is great to Great that uh, we can, as a, a world sport, uh, acknowledge these horses. And I think we're all in the same category of, of equinots. But what what is the the use of this um, particular you know document and and all these you know the top races of the year? What what, what can is it just so jurisdictions can hang their hat on it and say, oh well, we've got the you know three of the best races in the top hundred. What, what's what's the benefit to it, Chris? It's 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 to give a a, a, a touch point to where horses compare, where racing jurisdictions compare to each other now. Um, you know, but will it ever? Will it ever be? Will it ever be one hundred percent accurate? Because, like with any uh, thing to do with racing, which I've learned, is that there's always one jurisdiction. It, it's it's very not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah, and that's that's what it, what it is. Like if you if you um, and often you get the US and European horses get together and race. And we don't have we don't have these great horses racing against each other that often. So how can you compare? You know, you'd say, well, it ran that time, but of course, in 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 Japan, the times are irrelevant to Australia because they they start the clock after they've gone 100, uh, 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 several metres. So you know they've got a timing point there to get get them up to speed before they start the clock. That's why you see the 155s for for um, two thousand metres and things like that, that explains the difference. I don't, I don't know exactly how much the distance is, but they, they actually don't start the clock when the barriers open. So, um, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a useful tool to say. It's a bit like saying who's the best footballer in the world, and you know, some are playing in Saudi Arabia, some are playing in the EPL, and where does it, where do they all fit? And everyone's got their opinions. I think this year it's fairly clear cut that they impact and. Equinox were the two best horses in the world, and it's just a shame we never got to see them see them clash. But you know that's that's what it is. But it'll be interesting. It's interesting that um, a lot of Victorian races were were highly rated, and the New South Wales races were once again down the list a, a bit. And again, well, that's not what you know; it's who you know. That's all that is. That's all that well, is. Um, I mean, that's just and, and, and bleeding obvious. The, it comes about because the same horses are racing against each other, and they've got the rating. And if you get an outlier in your first four, your the 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 level of your rating drops. Yeah. So you know, the TJ Smith Giga Kick beat. I wish I win. They both won twenty horses, and then somehow Nature Strips or uh, on his performances last year was a one fourteen horse. Like, mm. well, it, you I'd, know, I'd love to see the panel, was, and I'd love to see all the connections with all the tentacles of those people on panels to other people in the. It's just yeah. Not what you know, it's who you know. But I do love it, and I think that Equinox, 135, one of the best animals I've ever seen. That performance was unbelievable. Um, just quickly, Jet Stanley, before we let you go, mate, he's uh, going to join the Snowdens. Yeah, he's, um, he's left down to Belnisham and onto the, onto the Snowdens for the rest of his his, um, his apprenticeship. He's been, um, they've been uh, friends with Brent, his father, and, you know, just a change of scenery, and um, he'll be he'll be riding work work there at Ramwick and at other tracks. That I think you'll find from now on in, and it's just going to be it'll be uh, interesting to see that J Mac takes over on Naval College there tomorrow. So um, Jack's got a new home, and um, I think we'll be seeing a lot more of him um, 
riding for different stables and mainly Ramwick stables now. I think being at Ramwick, I, I think he's got good support at Warwick Farm, but he, he need, you know, he'll get his chance there. Great stuff, mate. Uh, good to talk with you. Thanks, Chris, for coming on. No problems. Cheers, mate. Uh, we'll take.